Welcome to Talking Business and Life with Claudio Relsano and Steve Mancini. Claudio and Steve will share their business and life experience to help you grow your business and improve your life. Here's Claudio and Steve. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to Talking Business and Life with Claudio Relsano and Steve Mancini. I'm Claudio Relsano. And I am Steve Mancini. First of all, Happy New Year to everybody. Steve, hope you had a good holiday. Like I said, it can only get better. I had the wonderful opportunity to be sick and and broke and miserable, and I figured I think that's the best way to bring in the new year because right. now you're starting down here, and it's only going to get better. It's an actually it's an actually optimist way of looking at things, and that's kind of kind of what we're talking about today: setting goals. Every what, what do they call it? Resolutions. Yeah, like Are you resolution. a resolutions guy or a goal guy? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I tend to be well. That's a good question because uh, I just came up with that at the top of my no, head. No, that's yeah. great because you know what? There is a subtle difference because you know you make these New Year resolutions, and and most people do not follow through with their New Year resolution. I mean, most of the time you're setting unrealistic. Now I'll switch pivot a little bit to a, a goal. You know, the infamous I want to lose weight. Okay, what if you're thin? <laughs> then they probably don't want to lose weight. Right. So I mean, it's yeah, like they we, want to gain weight. I mean, it's like I, I guess the question is: this is this is a bigger question? Is, is are they goals in the sense that it is something you know smart, measurable, achievable? You know, and all those those smart goals, the things that you learn about, or are they just I want to lose weight? I want to look better. You know, I want to be healthier. Well, those are actually the byproduct of lifestyle decisions. You know, you, you may not lose weight, but you might actually end up being healthier. I mean, they do say muscle weighs more than fat, right? Mm -hmm. So if I start working out and I lose some fat, but I pick up some muscle, well, my weight didn't change. I said, I didn't meet my goal of losing weight. Well, yeah, but you're healthier, you know? So. Yeah, no, those are are good points. I am a goal setter. I write um, on the index card and I have it in front of me all the time. Very formal. Uh, Yeah, very. And, uh, And I set pretty high goals. And you know what? And I hope this doesn't make me look bad, but I don't know if I accomplished them this year. I, I don't think I did. I didn't accomplish any of them. Maybe one or two. I was disappointed. I, I mean, mean, I had a great year. May I, may I ask an example of something? You know, super well, there are personal. certain numbers I want to hit financially. Okay. Got it. Uh, then there was a speaking, speaking position, uh, opportu- position right. that I had worked very hard for that didn't come to fruition. And that was part of the, the, the numbers goal, too. And um, it wasn't my, none of the things that, and I don't, I'm just telling you the truth here. None of the things that didn't happen were my fault. It isn't like I bombed or I screwed up or that. They just didn't happen. But there's a shot they're going to happen in 2024. So it's a carryover. I had a good year. Thank God we were all healthy. You know, made a half decent buck, was able to put some away. Now my wife and daughter, my, my daughter graduated from Pitt. She got accepted to grad school. She's going to grad school at Duquesne. My wife graduated from grad school at Duquesne. They they were great. Me, like I said, it was kind of a status quo year, which I don't like that because uh, I just don't. I like to achieve more. Now, we, we did want to start a show. We did. We started two shows. So that was good. And and for me, I'm kind of hard on myself. I always want to do better. Always, you know, want to, as Dan Marino says, you can do more, you can always do more. Want to sell more books. Want to make more money. Want to win more games. And we had a tough year at CMU. You know, but it was a good year. I just, I'm just hard. I, I want to do, uh, I want to do more. Well, I think we should be our own worst critic. You know, people say, "Oh, you're too hard on yourself." It's like, yeah, but if I don't hold myself to a standard, right. you, you don't care enough to hold me to a standard. You know, you might not want to see anything bad happen to someone you care about, but that doesn't mean you necessarily hold them to a standard. Like you don't say, "Oh, you know what? You know what, Claudio." I'm going to hold you to a standard. I, you better make more money this year or else I'm yeah. going to come beating on your door. Like, I, 
don't take it the wrong way, but I could care less. Yeah. Not not in that in that sense that it's going to be something I'm going to lose sleep. Like, oh man, Claudio's never getting enough money. Like you know, <laughs> now if Claudio said he's sick, I'm going to be like, oh yeah, I felt bad. Yeah. But but there are the goals that we set for ourselves usually are not what I'm going to call survivor goals. Well, the the one thing for me that I'm always with well, exception to, of health. Yeah, health. Right. I wanted to uh, handle things better. Okay, by that I mean one thing I have a tendency to do is I may tend to blow things out of proportion sometimes. It's like this. I'll put it to you this way. Okay, there is a uh, microphone stand here. I could hit you over the head with it, but the the odds are pretty damn low that I'm not going to hit you over the head with it, right? It's a long reach. So sometimes, yeah, <laughs> but sometimes I tend to think about what could happen. Eh, it's not going to happen. I, I blow things up in my head. Wait a minute, so you're thinking about hitting me over the head oh, with no, a microphone no, never, stand? Never, never. <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe Joe Hill, but not yet. But, so I'm working on that. So it's not just financial or wins or awards or shows. You know, me personally, I, I had lost 40 pounds the past couple years. I kept it off, although I gained a few back during the holidays. So I'll, I'll, get, I'll get rid of it. But, you know, like I, my wife will tell you, and I don't agree with my wife at all and my daughter at all when they say I'm not a patient person. I'm not patient when it comes to putting things together. No. but Or, or planning your travel. No, or planning my travel. A shout out to Tom at Greater Pittsburgh. That's right. Tom Dietz. That's right. <laughs> Great guy. So, But I am working on I am very patient. I mean, you know, there's like that speaking opportunity. I, I've been, I auditioned for that for a year and a half. You know, and I didn't lose my marbles when it didn't come to fruition. But I'm always trying to get better. But it's know? not a final no, though. That's oh, just no, no, a, no, no, That was no. just I a just postponement. Yeah, right. Just yeah, kind of that's a, a different thing. But, but – Because um, uh, I know that – I mean, I'm going to be very – I know that bugs you. I, oh. know, I, I know it bugs you. Now, I mean, I, well, and you and, know what? And there it's, was a point this year, if you, and I appreciated it too, in August when you said, let's meet up. Uh, I said, yeah, okay. You said, something's been bothering you. I don't know if you remember that or not. No, it was, yeah. it was, no, it was after August. Yeah, it was like more no- yeah, November. Yeah, right. You know, October, we kind of had a tough yeah. season at CMU and the speaking thing wasn't going. Now, this year, I've already picked up a few speaking engagements, so I'm already going to do good. And, and so, local? I, I, Where are you going? Somewhat local, but I'm looking obviously anywhere. But right. yeah, these are Ohio, okay. uh, which is good. A few here. But um, yeah, so uh, the, the goals are starting to, to get set. For the new year. Yes, I know. But do you wait then till these things pop up? Or I mean, let me ask you a oh, question. When do you set your New Year's goals? I have something right here, right in front of me, June 21st, 23. So I, I keep doing them. It isn't like, okay, I set them to January 1st, and that's it. You know, they will, they continue. So you're not dependent on the new year for a goal? No, no. I mean, that's the thing to do, January 1st. But I, I guess we go chance will start, start. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will start. I do do goals January 1st. Okay. But. I adjust them throughout. For example, I may meet somebody who may want me to do something. Okay, so now the new goal is for me to do something for that person. Like I I met somebody a few months ago that wants me to do some speaking in Virginia. I didn't think about that before. You know, so things, I'm always doing something and I've been very fortunate for to come across different people and they may want me to do something. So my goals change and adjust, you know, and I don't want to make it sound like I, I guess I had a great year, thank God. I just always feel, you know, I could do better. Right. Well, you, and you know what? We all should. I mean, I was having a conversation today with somebody about, you know, that one of the most dangerous places I think we can be as people is to be content, lukewarm. Content. Right. That's and you right. just, because you get to a point where you're like, ah, I'm good. I'm good. It's like, oh, are you? I mean, there's different, we all, it's, 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 happiness is subjective, but there's a difference between saying I'm happy versus 
I'm like I'm good to go. Yeah. You know, because you don't know what tomorrow can bring. No. And in you know, I was reading a, a good leadership book. You know, and it talked about that when you're on the top, when you when you think you're at the top of your game, you should already be planning your change. Chuck Noll, after a Super Bowl win, he said, oh, "What are your thoughts?" Well, winning next year. Right. Bill Parcells, after a huge game, he said after he shook hands with the coach and the players and this and another thing, as he was walking towards the tunnel. He started thinking about next week. And, and as a coach, it's almost like when you win, it's a relief. Let's worry about the, no well, right. about the next one. And, you, you know, that's well, as, as a former coach and as, I, as a coach, you know you, you're in a constant on mode. Because even when the season's over, what are you doing? You're already thinking about next season because you, got, you know your roster's going to change. Everyone's going to be gunning for you if you did well. If you didn't do well, you're thinking, oh, God, am I going to have a job next year? You know, how do I get better? You know, it's, it, it's a constant, you know, it's a constant battle to improve. And even when you're at the top, it, what do they do every time somebody comes back to the Super Bowl or, you know, they win the Stanley Cup? Everybody's gunning for you. Yeah. So now, whatever you did – it's going to be hard to work again because everybody's going to know what you did. They're going to watch the film. But it's the same way in life. You know, you kind of got to watch your own film. Hey, I'm doing well. What, what am I doing well? Why, why do I think I'm good enough? Well, you know, I mean, make a few bucks. I'm, you know. But you know what? It's fun, though. One time this one guy Well, I think it's me, living. Yeah, it's, right. it, it's living. That's right. Well said. This one guy asked me, he said, so what do you do for fun? I said, well, I love spending time with my family, doing things with them. I like to read. I like to play in some golf events. And I like to chase a buck. I like to accomplish things. And, and you know, I, we kind of joked about my, my room where I have some trophies and stuff. I, I have a goal every year to add three to five items in that room. Wait, is this the room that has all the baseballs and the, and the plaques and stuff? Yeah, folks, you and, can see that picture out on our website. <laughs> but you know, it, it it I just want to add as much to you know keep accomplishing, just keep doing things. You know, uh, that's just me. I, I like to accomplish things. You know? Well, and, I, again, I I think it's living. I don't think it's arrogant. Oh, I don't, not to interrupt you. Uh, something no, no. real quick. Chris Corciani from NC State has a very successful business. Uh, no, Tyron uh, title, uh, title Company out of in North Carolina. When I asked him, okay, Chris, what's next on Italian Impact Weekly, which you can hear on www.italianimpactweekly.com, he said, I'm good. I, he, he's good. He's happy where he's at in life, and he wants to continue to to take care of his business. He said, if something falls in my lap, I'll take a look at it. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. He's not actually staying well, status quo. Correct. He likes because he's, he's still doing. working on his business, though. Yeah. It's not like he's like, yeah, we're, I'm going to sit right. back now and the business is just going right. to automatically be successful. Right. Hey, listen, no, no, he's we can out. go through a lot of businesses that 30 years ago were on top of the world, and now they're gone. I was watching the Vince Lombardi movie that was came out in 73. You know who the major sponsor was? The commercial? Yeah. DuPont. Do you hear about DuPont? Uh, they're out there, but yeah. Kodak? Kodak's a good one. It's not around. Well, I remember. I think I always think from like the early PC days of Commodore and the early yeah. gaming days of Atari, Atari. and and television Telstar. and all right Telstar and then and then when you went to the arcade, it was Activision was big and and you know these were huge Converse tennis shoes. Right. These were these Still were huge there, but, names, yeah. but they're gone for the most part. And and the thing is, no matter where you're at, you know that's the whole point of the goals. The goals isn't – it's not about being greedy, like, ah, I've got to make, you know, $100 million, you know, and then I've got to dominate the world. It's like – it's not like the Dr. Evil thing. But but a goal is like, hey, listen, I'm put on this earth for a reason. How do I get the most out of who I am? And so I want to set some things that I think I can accomplish. Well I want to accomplish these things because I still have this fear. And, I, and I'll share one thing with you. 
I always have a fear that a lot of people say, well, when they look back on their life, the one thing will say, well, I wish I hadn't worked as much. I'm like, you know what? That's not necessarily a fear of mine. What I would rather say is I wish I would I was able to, you know, do the things that I was able to do. Meaning, I'm never gonna be an NFL quarterback. I got bad shoulders and I'm too old. Okay. Yeah, there's a quarterback in Pittsburgh that you might be better than, <laughs> but that's another story. Well, I tell you, it's funny. Well, hold on, a real quick tangent on that. So the Steelers are going to probably be in the playoffs. Yeah, they are. They are? Yeah, okay, yeah. I thought they were. I wasn't sure. But, you know, Do we have a quarterback controversy now? <laughs> I, I don't think there should have been a controversy. I, mean, I know. I, Mason Rudolph I, should be the guy. I think he should be, too. I think he. I don't think he was bad before. You know, and, and for some reason, they just they, they seem to want to pull the rug on certain guys. Too. And I still – I might be the lone person out there, but I – do not think Mitch Trubisky's that bad. I don't think so either. I, I think I he think is. So I think I, I, he, I if he's never, in the right system, he's going to be a decent quarterback. I was never a fan of Kenny Pickett at from. from I just didn't think Pitt. he had enough credentials to to Everybody warrant a first crazy. round. I mean, he had that one really good season. Uh, I'll say one and a half good seasons, and um, is that really a number one? Uh, exactly. I mean, you, know. you know, something you said though uh, popped up a quote from Jim Valvano when they asked him what he wanted when his life was over and unfortunately it was over way too soon and you got to remember Jim Valvano was a championship basketball coach the legendary 1983 Cinderella NC State championship team he was an author he was a radio show host he was a talk show he, he was he had a talk show uh, later side of sports on ESPN he was one of the first big major speakers Jimmy did all he was the athletic director he did everything and I used to tell him I want to be the Jim Valvano of baseball right doing all these different things but when they asked Roy Firestone asked him he said I want to I want my life to my dance card full that's what he said. I want my dance card full. I want, I want it spent. I want to do everything. And he, they used to ask him, why do you do all these things? He says, because I can. You know? And That's I right. enjoy doing different things, but I do them, and I said, oh, yeah, I could do more. I could do right. better. And, and I enjoy the chase as long as I catch once in a while. But like you said, the, the best version of yourself. I, I know some people who say, I want to do this. I, I know this one person who's a very good artist. And she never really pursued it. She wanted to write. Well, go ahead and write. I wrote a book. What the hell? If I can do it, anybody can do it. There's I didn't nothing. want to say that, but, uh, yeah. What's that? <laughs> I was kidding. Us. I didn't want to say that, but, you but, know. No, but I mean, you know, <laughs> I, 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 there's things I always wanted to do that, and I did it. Now, I've, I've, I don't mean this in a crazy way. I've done everything I ever wanted to do, believe it or not, everything. I want, when I was a kid, I wanted to host a, a boxing show. I, I'm, I'm doing that. I wanted to be interviewed, so on and so forth. But now... I want to ramp them up on a higher level. So I still right. want to I want to, I want to make my, my okay, I've done, like, gee, that's a great point. Because you know what? We're being on the radio was something I always wanted to do. We got the other radio yeah. show, and I did that a year ago. And it was just something about it. It's like to say, it's a personal piece of why do you want to do that. It's personal. You don't understand what I like. And what I thought was cool for me, having grown up listening to the radio, yeah. was to be on the radio. So I got a show on the radio. Now, am I happy with where the show is in the sense that um, would I be nice if it was more popular? Well, sure. Why would you want to do something and not do it well? We just wanted to ramp right. up. That's all. So, so that's why I'm saying. It's not, it's contentment isn't, or I should say goals aren't necessarily about like, okay, well, I've got a radio show. Now I've got to go climb, mine, you know, climb Mount Everest. No. You can take the things you have in life and say, well, how can I do these things a little better? 
mm-hmm. for in business terms, how a little more efficient. You know, a lot of people tell me they say, "Oh, you got you got too much on your plate. You got too much on your plate." And, hey, there are times <laughs> where I will not disagree with it. But you know what? You're right. I'm about to ready to pull some hair out. But then I, 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 you know, you look back and after you've accomplished the things that people are telling you you couldn't do because you were too busy, you know, and you go, you know, I probably shouldn't have done that, but I was able to pull it off. But maybe next time I would do it this way. So it's not necessarily that that we're doing too much. Sometimes it's just a question of, you know, how are we doing things? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you talk about wanting to host a show. Okay, I got a daytime job. I couldn't go, unless somebody was going to pay me a lot of money, I couldn't quit my daytime job and, and, and go be a big host on, you know, on something. But I can do what I'm doing now, mm-hmm. but I can also do what I'm doing now and say, you know what, maybe I can do a little more, to your point. I can do a little more, make it a little better, make it a little more polished, get a little more, maybe I can jump on another show here and there. And I don't have to make massive changes to my life. Right. And I think when people start looking at, now I kind of bring it full circle to the goals, are your goals tangible things that you'll be able to say you accomplished or are they emotions that you just want to feel at the end of the year to me i have tangible goals i want the show to be better well define better well it means we're going to have hopefully double our sponsors we're going to have something measurable content even better we're going to have better right maybe maybe we'll redo the commercials and polish them up a little bit we'll have some more famous guests or more interesting guests not that the ones we've had now have been bad in fact i've actually enjoyed some of these, and I, in, on the one show we talked about, I, I, I said, man, I think the people I've met through these shows, I never would have met these people doing this stuff. So when you look at a goal to be on the radio, it's like, okay, you're on the radio, now what? But, yeah, but how many people, right. and again, I always preface it by saying, we're, we're not trying to be big time or anything like that, and, and forgive me, I, I do come across a lot of name people, so I'm not trying to be a name dropper, so forgive me for that, I, I apologize. But like having Mario Andretti on. Oh yeah, I mean, that, to me, a, I'm like, yeah. I, I never. What the hell are we doing thought, talking to Mario right. Andretti? Right. Exactly. It's a humility thing for yeah. me because I'm like, whoa, does this guy know who he is? Because I know who he is. <laughs> right. and, yeah. And you're on and, the wrong show, buddy, if you're talking to me. <laughs> and, and it's fun to do that. Sometimes I'll do an interview with these guys who I've known for years and been friends with, and I'm like, what the hell am I doing with with him? Yeah. I'm talking to him. You know, it, it's about. Again, like Ray Mancini. Ray Mancini was a former boxing champion. He's a Hall of Famer. Okay. But now he's very successful in the movie production business. And I've been in meetings with a lot of people, people who've graduated from Wharton and from CMU and from Pitt and all that. Ray Mancini is the most thorough businessman I've ever been around. I just told him this a couple weeks ago we were together. I mean, thorough. But the reason why is because he wants to be successful in this business. He is. He wants to be more successful. He doesn't talk about the boxing unless somebody brings it up. He's talking about his movie production. He wants to have a cigar company again. He has his wine, a bourbon. And I just love What does he produce? I didn't know he was doing movies. He's done documentaries. Oh, okay. uh, he's done a great document, a personal documentary called The Good Son. It's kind of connected with his book. And it's about his boxing career and how he met the wife and son of Dooku Kim, uh-huh. which is unbelievably touching. And it's live. It's right there. He's waiting on his porch steps. And here comes the Escalade limo dropping them off. And it's like, wow. And so definitely get that. It's called The Good Son. And it shows his career and the you know, everything. But he's done something called uh, Youngstown Still Standing. Um, he's been in a ton of movies, but he's working on a project right now that's a, that's a big thing. But So that inspires me. 
and and I'm I always look for people to inspire me. Uh, not that I need, I just enjoy emulating people. And I saw how my dad was and how hard he worked and how he did different things. We talked about it on this show about doing different things. But like you said, you said the word, it's living. And I'm not saying you have to do multiple things and different things like you and I are doing. Yeah, don't force it. No, no, right. no. If, if you like working somewhere for the past, I have a friend of mine, he's worked this one particular job for 35 years. He, he He's great at it. He's been promoted. He raises his family. He's, you know, what do they call that? Cradle to grave. Terrific. I mean, to each his own. He wouldn't like being an entrepreneur. He would not like starting different businesses. He wouldn't like working here three hours, four hours. And that's fine. My my wife, she's been teaching since 90, 91 or 96. 91, since 91. That's pretty good. You know, she does some tutoring on the side. But I enjoy doing different things. I just do. But like I said, I, I am hard on myself, which is good. I just feel that I can always do better. And, and uh, so I have certain goals. I like to win. may sound arrogant. Uh, forgive me. But I like to get three to five items to put in that room, be it a game ball, a trophy, or a plaque, or whatever the heck. And I'll be even more blunt with you. I, I would, there are, and, and people, people say it doesn't matter to them. They're lying. I, I'm in some Hall of Fames, which means the world to me. And there's three of them which I do have goals to be in. As bad as that may sound, I'm going to be honest with you. I would lose Why is my... that bad? Why do yeah, you think that? Do you think people, it's just arrogant? Or maybe it sounds arrogant say, to people? Well, I don't care about being Hall of Fames. I just want to... <clears throat> well... Yeah, you're, you're, it's not true. Uh, or people say, I got a coach of the year. I well, think they don't want to admit they care. They don't want to admit yeah. it. I do. When I've won a coach of the year award a few years ago, man, it meant the world. Yeah, yeah, it meant a lot to me. But I, I'm in a couple Hall of Fames, and they mean the world still see sports... That meant a lot to me, Carnegie Mellon University Baseball. Uh, obviously, it means the world to me. But I would like to get into the Pittsburgh Italian Hall of Fame. I won the Coach of the Year there, but I'd like to get in the actual Hall of Fame. Well, I uh, thought you were in that one. No, I mean, I won the Coach of the Year. Oh, oh, oh. I and thought then, you were uh, actually in it. The, the Western Pennsylvania Sports Hall of Fame. <clears throat> I'd love to get in that. And again, the Cooperstown. The, the Do I need to make some calls? Is that what well, you're maybe. saying? maybe. <laughs> I'll get to that later. But the, the Chicago, the, the Italian-American Sports Hall of Fame. And to have my name included, like when I went to the Chicago Hall of Fame, but have my name up there with Marciano and all these guys. What the heck? And that meant the word. I got emotional. You know, they just mentioned me. That's all. But it would mean a lot to me. And But more importantly than that, it's not just for Claudio, Okay. It's, I know my parents see it. I can just imagine them losing their marbles over it, something like that. And then also, again, to uh, the people who dogged me to shut them up, but also, <laughs> for, number one, for my parents, but also to thank publicly people who've helped me because there's been a lot of them. And, and uh, that means the world to me. So, yeah, those are goals. Those are goals that they're not going to happen this year, I don't think. But, but um, you know, down the road. If you don't mind me asking, what are give me, what is an example of a goal you've set for yourself for this year? This year? You've done personal. I, I, I would like uh, – we had a tough season. We have a fall, spring season. Right. You know, I would like to have a better spring season, whatever that means. And in the fall, start off again and have a playoff shot at Carnegie Mellon. Uh, Scouting-wise, for us to start our camps again and have a successful run there like, we, like we've had for years. Um, I want to ramp up the speaking engagements. All those things obviously add up to more money. I want to have more impact on people through my book, through my stories. Uh, and it, does, it goes without saying, you obviously want your family and yourself to be healthy. That goes without saying. I want to be a better person. I, I want to be, I don't want to blow things up in my mind. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, 
put things that aren't there. And then, um, you know, things like that. Uh, and there's always financial numbers that you have in mind. And, and um, so all those things. That's funny. I, um, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't. And obviously uh, ramp up these shows. Absolutely. Because that's, that's very important. That's the only thing that matters to me, buddy. <laughs> well, I, I went to these shows because no. we are having impact on people. I, I went to. A, a, there are people who enjoy these. I, I went to Saffron. I mean, I, I, I say that, and I say that like not facetiously, but I mean, there are some people that have oh, hit yeah. me up and said, yeah, it's so a I went show. to Saffron Supermarket and Swickley, which I should be a sponsor. Claudio, I heard your show. You and Steve, love you guys. That meant the world to me. Um, it meant a lot. So, you know, ramping things right. up and just taking up another level. And um, so, and I have certain numbers, obviously, that I want to hit. They may be. Uh, what, what do they say? R reach for the stars, or, or, or what's a heaven for? Yeah, I right. said that quote oh, wrong. But but um, so I, I reach. Uh, my mommy say reach for the reach for the moon. If you miss, at least you hit a star. I have never been one to sit there like the last week of the year, for example, and say, okay, for 2020, whatever, I'm going to do this. I don't know what it is. When I have a goal, it's like I don't wait for a time. When I say I want to do something. I said, okay, I want to do that. Yeah. And then I just put the resources in it and I, and, I, and I make it happen. Usually, I don't run out of steam and I can get there. I think the problem, though, is there are some instances where I said, well, I'd like to do that. And I wonder if a lot of other people fall into this trap. You have goals. Let's say it's a personal goal. Let, let's use the show as an example. You know, I want, to, I want to have a great show and I want it to be successful. You know, I'd love to have it on Sirius. I'd love to have it on, yeah. on satellite. Okay, let's, if I make that a goal, I want to have it on satellite. I always struggle with a, well, how do you do that? <laughs> you know, you're like, how does that happen? Because you, you, you and I have talked about this so much offline that there are some shows out there and you're like, how did that happen? Who did you know? to Because clearly it's all about, it's got to be about And they're net. bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, but it's if all about, good, it's about ne networking, uh, clearly. So it's like, who do I got to meet? And what do I got to do? <laughs> like you never look at Michael Jordan and say, geez, how did he get to be so good? No, he's great. He proved it. He's right. got the stats. Larry Bird, imagine. But then there are some shows you look and you say, wow. And I'm not picking on sports because it's news shows too. It's a lot of talk shows, talk shows, sports shows. And you listen, you're like, oh, my God, these people are terrible. How did they, how did, who gave you a show? This. I don't mean this in a bad way. I always preface it. Our boxing <laughs> Nothing show. Nothing good could come from the that. The boxing authorities is an – the best boxing show out there was Smoking Jim Frazier and Luther Dupree Jr. We did not win. We were nominated for, for a couple of awards. And we lost to a show that had a, a traffic, what do you call them, traffic person, when they tell the kid to cross the street. Yeah, like, a, like a traffic, uh, traffic crossing guard, guard or whatever. How yeah. the hell <laughs> did we lose to that? And, and we lost to a guy who continuously said, we can't draw, but here's our pictures. Here's our draw. We can't. And I said, like, "You got to be kidding me!" I mean, good it's for an them. absentee ballot because of them. COVID. Yeah, yeah, right. Good for them. And, and I know it may sound bad, but our, if our show wasn't any good, I wouldn't talk about it. But it is a damn good show. Well, our if it wasn't show, any good, fix it. But but yeah, I mean, you but, can always get better though. Our but show, like, like this but show, right I, here. I actually think it's a good show. I've actually Thank watched you. you guys record. And I've actually watched the show, and I actually think it's a good show. Like like you sound surprised. Well, but no, like, I mean because like because here. I'm not saying that as a co-host friend. I'm saying it as a, somebody who's legitimately seen the show and said, you know what, he's actually right. It's a good show. How many shows are like what we're doing here? I mean, well, just, I mean, there's there's conversations, there's there's shows, right? But I don't think they they're on the decibel level, the cadence level, the impact. We're, we're, we're sharing. I agree with that. We're, we're sharing personal things. We don't have a script. 
We don't have a script. There Steve, might be somebody listening right now that says, maybe you should get a script. No. <laughs> hey, it's all from the heart. That's right. It's not fake. No, that's um, right. It, it's right. The Italian show. We've emphasized uh, Italian businesses, uh, Italian uh, successful Italian people. And it's good. And, and it's not just like with Andretti. Did we ask him? I, I We barely touched on the racing. Yeah, not much. Right. People don't need to. People, it's enough out there on yeah, it already. People didn't know that he has a petroleum company. People didn't know all the endorsements that he had. You know that. So we asked different questions. They're good shows, and if they weren't good, right. I, you and I are very honest with each other. Say, you know what? Maybe we had to do this or that and other thing. But, well, um, you know, and it's funny because you know, and I get this. You know, you, you, a lot of the sports folks, you, you throw a lot of these names out, and a lot of them, they're in businesses now. And let's be honest, to be successful, it takes money to make money. You know what I mean? But not always, but in a lot of cases. But they're also writing their name, and I get it. And I don't say that in a negative way. It's like, of course you, if I had a name that everybody knew, I, of course I'd write it to the bank all day long. Why wouldn't you do that? So it's easy to look at these people who use a Corciani or, or, or you know, Jerry Cooney or, or Andretti. These people, we've, we've interviewed these people, and they're all successful businessmen. It's easy to go, I don't want to hear about your business. I want to know about your boxing. I want to know about your – you know the problem with that is? I'll guarantee you, you take those guys offline. They are sick of talking about the same stories. Proud of it. But right. But they also want to – that's their accomplishment. Yeah. It's, it put them in the position that they're in now to be who they are. And if you don't like it, there's something wrong because you wouldn't be where you were now if it wasn't for right. that. I think William Shatner, uh, he was one for the, the, the original Star Trek series, and he was not necessarily a fan of all the Trekkies. I don't know if he came around and realized it's like, hey, William Shatner, no offense, you're not the best actor out there. Star Trek was everything. So, you know, you better pay a little homage because without that, nobody knows who William Shatner is. Right. You know, so... So these people did something that got them famous, but and they could have stopped because how many famous athletes don't you hear about anymore? That's so, right. so these guys used that fame, but they did it to get to to go to another place and then try and be successful in that. But they endeavor. had goals, right? And that's but that's what makes a winner. Right. A winner is I can put you anywhere. You know, in the military, we used to have a, of a saying, you know, bloom where you're planted. Right, exactly. My so wherever I right, right wherever I put you, if you do well at it, then I can trust you. You can do well at something else. Right. A good book says that. If I can't trust you with little things, I can't trust you with big things. Right. So these people may have proven it in the ring. And they're successful, and they bring a name, and they bring recognition. But that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be a successful businessman. Mm, no. Because there's a lot of failures out there who've brought a name and money and have failed miserably. You know, goals, important, but realistic goals. One of the things I would throw out there as well is, is folks are listening to this, and you're thinking about your, I don't know, you want to call it your New Year's resolution? You want to call it a personal goal? Whatever you want to call it, you have to have some kind of plan. Yeah. You can't just wing it. I mean, some people, there are, there are a small fraction of people that seem to be successful at winging life. But you ask yourself, but are they getting the most out of who they could be? In other words, they might be successful. You know, it's like the person that falls down in mud, reaches down, and pulls a diamond out. You're thinking, all right, this is just a lucky person. But most people, that doesn't work for them. Right. So, you know, having those goals that are realistic and a goal of I want to be happier, happy is a state of being. But I'd say if you don't know where you're going, you're sure to get there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, where are you, I mean, where right. are you going? Okay, I don't know. I mean, you that, have to have a game plan. And that's the point that these goals have to, you know, when you're thinking about your goals, they can't be, you know, these states of being. I want to lose weight. Well, okay, how about just I'll exercise more and eat how healthier, and then the result will be you will lose weight and you will feel better about yourself and you will be healthier. I want to so, make six figures. Terrific. How are you going about right. it? You may have to get two jobs, but that's okay. There were 
four people today that I've been waiting on that contacted me today. I was kind of hoping for it last year. All four ironically contact me today, and it looks like it's, you know, these things are going to happen. Uh, and I'm sure I'll talk about them on this show once they do. But, you know, I, I had these goals, and they didn't come through fruition in 23. But you know what? That's okay. Keep and, them on the list. And one, one more thing. The show Taxi, the guy Bobby, remember the guy with the uh-huh. hair? He was the actor. He said, he wrote that if, if he doesn't become a major actor, making a lot of money by, you know, June 7th, 1979, he was going to quit. He was going to accept it. He was going to quit. So, you know, the whole cast is in his uh, apartment and they're waiting and they're looking at the watch and they're looking at the phone and everybody's like, geez, this isn't going to happen for Bobby. And they're so upset and they're so sad. And Bobby's got his head down and it's midnight, June 8th. And everybody said, it went like this down well, that's okay. I'll make it June seventh for next year. You know, yeah. as simple as that. And that's what you do. You know, you have a goal. Okay, it didn't happen this year. It didn't happen in twenty three. You know what? Shift it over to twenty four. And whatever reason it was that it didn't happen, whatever the reasons were for me, whether it was my fault or I had to be patient or it just didn't work out, that's okay. I'm going to go at it again in two thousand twenty four. That's living. I'm going to make something happen. All right. Well, folks, you know when you're. When you're listening to us talk, we're hoping that you're getting something out of this. But more importantly, I'm hoping your wheels are spinning now in your head and you're going, you know what, that's a good question. What are my goals? Is it something that I can actually measure an accomplishment or is it just something that um, I want to feel? Because those are very unrealistic goals to say I want to be happier in 2024. You know, I know a lot of people that are poor that are extremely happy and there are people that are rich that are miserable. It really is a state of being. And the reason I keep pinging on happiness is because that's why I, I hear people talk about that. I jokingly said to somebody last week, I said, I want to be more indifferent and sarcastic in the year 2024. And, and they kind of didn't know if I, was being, <laughs> if I was being serious. Maybe I am being serious. I watched a lot of Seinfeld over the holidays. I, mean, I was sick. So I watched all of these marathons. I'm like, oh, I can do this. <laughs> I can do sarcasm. When you're thinking about what, you know, what's important to you in life, how do you get the most out of who you are, of your God-given talents and abilities and these skills. And we all have something that we're, we're meant to be, that we're called to be, that we have been given the tools to do it. And I think the sooner that you kind of align yourself with that, that's where I think you find your happiness. When you're made to do something and you say, you know what, that's exactly what I'm called to be. And that's exactly what I mean. That's when I think people are most happy. When you, You'll but know. when you, right, when you force yourself, you know, that round peg in a, in a square hole, that's when you're, you're miserable. No matter what your life looks like from the outside. And it's, I don't know. I just think you got to find, you find who you are in life, find that niche. If you think you know what it is and you're not there, that's your goals. That's your goal. Right. Yeah. That's where you're going to say, that's, I want to be that. I, you know what? I've always wanted to do this. Well, then what's stopping you? And you say, well, you know, i got to save some money. Okay, then save some money. i got to get a little better shape. I always wanted to climb the top of Mount Everest. Okay, put a goal. So you don't want to do it by December or next year, which means you've got to exercise. You've got to eat healthy. You've got to train for it. You've got to do things for it. And then you buy your ticket, you go do it. But yeah. you don't... Uh, don't make excuses. You know, we only get one shot at, the, at this world life. No auditions. And, and that's right. And so whatever your goals are, go think hard about it. And you don't need a New Year's to make a goal. You know, you do it right now. If you're listening to this and you say, you know, I never thought about it, ask yourself, where do you want to be a year from now? Where do you think you will be? Right. And, and where will you be a year from now based on what you're doing right now in life?
That's it. Well, we hope you enjoyed this. Again, we want to have impact on you. We share our personal stories as business and life. There's not a better show than this. So uh, continue to listen to it. Uh, tell everybody about us. And uh, we appreciate you listening. And as always, thank you, Mom and Pop. Thank you for listening to Talking Business and Life with Claudio Relsano and Steve Mancini. Tune in next week for more impactful business and life experiences with Claudio and Steve.